Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey everybody! Welcome to Flash on Target. I forgot that we start right away. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we, we don't have the, uh, the intro. Yeah. But, uh, but that's okay. Um, yes. So... This episode was called Crazy for You. It's true. You, you know, you could do a cr- with an eight for yes. the A, and you could do a uh, four, and then you could do a big U. So I'm just going to be uh, <laughs> upfront and honest with you. Oh, first, this is uh, Flash on Target. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. We also do Arrow on Target and uh, regular Stay on Target podcast. So, yes. Yes. Uh, and... Check out the Arrow on Target episode yes. that we just put up, and if you haven't, if you watch the Arrow, um, definitely check that out because uh, it's very good. It's an amazing episode. This episode is going to be a lot shorter. Why, John? Because it had less in it and less awesomeness. Yeah, I I'm just going to be completely honest. Okay. And um, what if you were, what if you just like were like I you know like just blew my mind with something right now? Oh, that would be wild. I just I did not really like this episode that much. It, it was largely inconsequential. To the uh, to the rest of the the series, there were elements that I loved about it. Oh then, man, elements I really loved. And then there were elements that I really didn't care about. And then whenever yeah. it came down to it, it's it advanced the plot that I find less uh, compelling mm-hmm. that they have going on. Yeah, um, which is the hunt for Ronnie Raymond. Oh my gosh! So this is this is weird because I love Caitlin's character. Caitlin's character is amazing. Like she is just super cool. She's uh, utilized incredibly well. She yeah. is um, portrayed in such a way that it's just super fun and super yeah. compelling. Like every scene with her is just golden in my mind. Yeah. But like this side of the story, like it's just not that compelling. I don't really well, care about Ronnie Raymond. No, I don't. And uh, this is the problem I think with her character, though. You know, we have a lot of character development in terms of. Um, Star Labs employees with Harrison and Cisco. Cisco just because, like, okay, you see this kind of internal struggle between, like, things that he has to do and, like, his relationship. You saw, like, last week we saw just his working relationship with Harrison whenever he came on board with um, Harvey and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Caitlin, Hartley. Har- was it Harley? Hartley. Hartley, yes. Mm-hmm. Caitlin has, has been defined and is still defined by her relationship with Ronnie. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, and, and that's that, it. And, and that's that's something that this show is doing very poorly right now, in my mind. There's yeah. one thing specifically that I could point out, and it's like, get this where it needs to be, is where they have both Caitlyn and Iris. Mm-hmm. The only two female characters to speak of. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, the, the where they have, have them at right now, it's very strange, like, and it's very poorly handled in yeah. my mind. And... I don't know. It's like, I hope it gets better. And like I said, I love Caitlyn's character. Yeah. I really, really do. There's there's so many things that they do well with her character, and I'll, I'll go through some right. of those that, later on. But you're right. They've done this misstep where they've tied her uh, just inexplicably to Ronnie. So here's my question. With and Ronnie's just not compelling to me. He's that, not compelling. That, that hunt for the Firestorm is not really... You know, here's I uh, another let's another. Like it's 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 a problem with the way that they're kind of trying to write these characters. But like I honestly want to see Barry and Caitlin end up together. Yeah, but they're like they've got these like other relationships that you're trying. You're supposed to root for Barry and Iris and Caitlin and Ronnie. And I don't sort want to. Of. Yeah, I mean it's like, but but they've also been resistant to that. Like I almost you're right. It's like there's this there's this tug of war. 
And the side that, like, should be tugging back is just not tugging yeah. back at all. It's like, I don't really, you know, you want them to end up together because they're so awesome together, because they've got this awesome chemistry, because right. she knows his secret, because right. you know, all of these things. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go that way. Yeah. It's frustrating. The cool, it, was, I mean, it was funny seeing, like, uh, seeing him, you know, like, take her home and have to, like, put her in a bed and all that kind of stuff you know like it, 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 it was it was cool like you want to see them together oh yeah and like and that's whenever her character shines it's like these these great moments where um where she's not tied to ronnie where it's, yeah. there's not this baggage and there's not this like uh some sort of a sciencey task that they've you know put her on or whatever I mean, it's 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 the friendship. It's the uh, mm-hmm. it's that side of things. Like it's it's her as a person. It's it's who you are away from your work. Yeah, you know where it's like she was talking to those. It was interesting. They were talking to each other. They're like neither of us have lives. Yeah, and it's the moments whenever they actually have lives. Whenever she actually has a life right. that you love. Like whenever she's joking around with Cisco, or like right. whenever you know all of these things. You know, or whenever she gives like a condescending look to to something. Even this episode, whenever she named the person. Yeah, yeah, and she was like. You know, I can do that too, right. you know? And so it's like, it, those moments are great. Yeah. And uh, and I really appreciate her character for this. I just hope that they fix this whole, like, Ronnie Raymond situation. Yeah. The, uh, like, there's a, I don't know when, when it was earlier in the season, but there's uh, something that I remember whenever they were kind of out at whatever that test track is where they do kind of the experiments. And, yeah. Um, there was something, Barry was doing something and he was probably going to get hurt or something. She was afraid he was going to get hurt. And... She was genuinely scared and afraid he was going to hurt himself. And, like, those are the times whenever, like you said, those genuine emotions yeah. um, that have to do with their friendship that come across where she shines. Yeah. And they do that so well. I just wish that they would, in the main plot lines or whatever, that they would they would let these characters stand on their own two feet. Yeah. You know, they would let them do their thing, yeah. you know? Uh, the other side of the the uh, the episode that I r- think really really worked was um, all the the stuff involving Barry's father. Yes, um, Henry. Yeah, and uh, just their whole relationship uh, is really really cool. I mean, honestly, like I like this is the thing. Um, I think we've talked about this before. People who have relationships with Barry, good relationships, like not it doesn't have to be like a, that they're on good terms. Which right. is a well-developed relationship yep. with Barry. They're the ones that actually you feel like they matter. Yeah. And uh, it makes for a good show. And, and so it's that it's, human element. It's, so it's, you know, Caitlin and Henry and Joe, you know, and uh, and it's really cool seeing them um, utilize that. Yeah. I love the conversation that his dad had with him, uh, basically calling him out on being the Flash. That was so good, dude. Yeah. So good. And, you know, it was also interesting, like... Um, before that, where um, basically Joe orchestrated this this meetup yeah. inside the prison, and and that was super well done because you know what was happening before that because like he looks at Joe and he's like nods at him and he's like okay yeah. and then he walks up and it's just like oh my gosh this is a heartbreaking situation that these three people that all this family is in yeah. because all of them know he's innocent right you know it's Joe knows he's innocent and now he's trying to help. Right. And, uh, and that was a really touching conversation as well that he had with Barry because whenever Barry was like, you can't help. No, don't, don't help me. And he's like, I'm going to help you. Right. And that was just a really nice moment between a father and a son, you know, where he's just like, no, listen, if you know, I can do this 
and just let me do it. Yeah. You know, and he's like, okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and so the human element of the show reigns supreme in this episode especially. Mm -hmm. um, whereas a lot of the mysteries that are going on, we made no traction on the whole Harrison is the reverse Flash thing. Yeah. Um, we didn't really see Eddie at all, so there was nothing going on with that. Right. I don't know. Um, there was uh, one thing with Iris, you know, like uh, she's now turned into kind of a Peter Parker kind of like reporter I guess she's just gonna like take pictures of the flash and publish them yeah and that was the other uh, other side of the episode and the other side of what they've got going on I think we referenced it last week so we won't like retread a bunch of that but it's it's really dumb what they've they've mitigated her character to this small corner of like you know I, she needs help with everything yeah. that they've they've basically created her and said you know you can't you know you're not even she's not even writing her own stories anymore like right. he he basically gave her this story and it's just like come on guys yeah normal people you know, like whenever you come down to the wire you write the story right you know it's like it just happens so i don't know it's like the, her character is mishandled more so than almost anybody in the oh show. yeah i agree so yeah I, I i fully agree with that and it's like and because it's mishandled you don't care about yeah. her and Barry, and that's, you know, that's part of Do the problem. Do we even really care about the main storyline? This, th I mean, I don't. Like, you know, the, the villain was largely forgettable. I don't even remember their names. Um, I don't remember their names either, but I loved the power. Yeah, the, the power uh, was cool. The superpower was super cool. But, it was amazing. And I liked the way that that storyline ended up, like, where, um, we've referenced this before, and it's maybe a problem with, with the overall of the show, but it's like, that there are no good guy people who end up with powers. Right. Um, Firestorm, maybe one, maybe, we don't know. Um, but then she... Find out next week. Yeah, we'll find out next week. Uh, she, like, basically wasn't a bad guy. Like, right. it, it, she was just tied up with these, these, you know, criminals and things. And so, by default, you know, because she was breaking him out of prison and all this stuff, she ends up a bad guy. And so, it's right. like, it was nice to see somebody who wasn't just inherently mean well, we had or one. whatever. Um, who was that that killed the, oh. uh, the army guy what was her name i can't I remember, remember her name but she, but she ended up blowing up exactly you know like so i mean we have one who's you know good and then she dies yeah and now this person is is good and she's just you know I, we locked her up but i honestly think that if we hadn't locked her up she probably wouldn't have done a ton of uh, evil thing too couldn't she get out well they put the the mirror because she needs to be able to see oh, where she's going to true. teleport yeah and so she couldn't see through the glass and so yeah that's so like true. it was nice it made sense but honestly like it's it's if they let her out i really don't see her being an evil person yeah you know yeah uncontrollable yes yeah evil no yeah so i mean i don't know if a big jailbreak ever happens Maybe she... I hope that does happen eventually. I, oh, I totally will. We yeah. keep referencing the fact that it's like they can't get out and we're not letting anyone out again. Right. So it's totally going to happen. Yeah. I still want to know how they get food. <laughs> just, just go down there taking trays to There's everybody. a shoot system. It's like at the oh, bank. Okay. Whenever you go and you push the button and... Pssst, yeah, yeah. You know? Maybe it's one of those uh, food synthesizers like in Star Trek. Or like pizza in a can. Just... That's disgusting. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a pizza shake. <laughs> or like you open it and you pull the pizza out. It's just Gross. rolled up inside. That's disgusting. That was uh, actually a reference to uh, VGHS. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. That's really funny. Oh, uh, what <laughs> did you think of Gorilla Broad? Oh my gosh. I'm super excited. What are they going to do? I mean, where are we going with that? Gorilla Grodd is one of the ultimate Flash villains. I don't know, but is this going to be like the season finale? Or are we just teasing this along for... <laughs> I don't know. I mean... This is a good question, Chris. I thought the reverse flash is going to be season finale. This is a good question. And, and like, Gorilla Grodd is... This is the first thing we've heard. 
about him. I, maybe they've referenced him two other times in the premiere and then maybe one other time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, and it also, like, the Doctor... Okay, so this is weird. Like, this is not where I thought they were going, because I kind of knew that they were going to tease uh, Gorilla Grodd or whatever this episode. But uh, whenever they were talking about the guy that Ronnie Raymond fused with to mm-hmm. become Firestorm... Yeah. They said that he was, like, into transmutation. Um, and, like, taking one thing and combining it with another thing. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking that maybe he got his consciousness was put into Grodd or like something like that or like maybe he was there to experiment with Grodd. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know even why Grodd was there. Right. Because we even even, Harrison hasn't brought it up where it's, oh, and we had this giant gorilla right. in our office here. <laughs> you know? And he's like, what is that doing? Right. Oh, that's just Grodd. He's in the corner. Right. He's our pet. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. Something that I will say mm-hmm. and I wonder about um, on the 100. So if you watch the other CW show, The 100, and if you're not, and you're into sci-fi, you should be watching it, because it's a really, really good show. Um, There was a gorilla that showed up on one of the episodes, Mm. uh, and I was wondering if maybe they shared assets, um, and that's how maybe they paid for such a really cool-looking gorilla. So it's like, I'm going to be interested to see whenever he actually, Gorilla Grodd, comes into daylight, and you can actually see him not in the shadows, and it's not this huge, you know, horrifying tease. Um if it's going to be kind of the same model or the same CG model, which would be an amazing way to handle it. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah. Just yeah. want to throw that out there. I mean, but then again, we have had some pretty good uh, special effects on this show, yeah. specifically. It's got a... And, and that and the 100 also does. Um, and so, like, you know, it's it's not... They have big budgets. So maybe they both just, just yeah. happens to be pulling a gorilla at the same time. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's cool. Um, this episode, I really liked um, how they, uh, they kind of contrasted... Um, Caitlin's desire to not look for Ronnie and Cisco's desire to, and they're for completely different reasons. Yep. Granted, they're selfish reasons. Um, she doesn't want to look for him because she wants to get over him. Well, not even that. It's, uh, it seems to me that like, well, she's she said been several times she wants to move on. Yeah, but it's like that was put on her by Cisco. You know, it was one of those things like this has been how long now? It's like he was in a coma for six months, and now it's been another six or seven months. So it's been over a year. It wasn't really because we dealt with this a few episodes ago. I don't remember how many and which one it was, but we definitely she kind of came to that conclusion on, on her own that mm-hmm. she wanted to move on. Right, and then now he's calling her out on that, where he's like, "Hey, you're not actually moving on. In order to move on, you actually have to move on." Well, and that was his, a nice. His nice desire thing. is to find him because he still feels guilty. Right. And so, like, I think in, in in his mind, if he can find Ronnie and help him, that makes up for what he did shutting him inside the reactor. Right. Um, it, like, she doesn't want to find him because... Um, well, he she, told her not to. Right, he told her not to. She doesn't, she doesn't want... She wants to move on. Uh, neither one of them want to just do it to help Ronnie. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And uh, that's another reason why Ronnie is like, I don't really care about it because it doesn't seem like anybody else does. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody else really cares. Um, like, it's all like the selfish motives. Yeah, and it's, and it's super weird like to, uh, to, have, to have this weird character who's out there and, you know, in the, stalking the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just, it's strange to me, like the way they're handling that and uh, the fact that everyone's so desperately, like it's such a big issue but it seems like it's also not a big issue because yeah. it's like has he's not had any interaction with Barry really, yeah. and Barry hasn't run around the city to look for him. Right, and I feel like that just give him like a Geiger counter and uh, and have him run around the city. I know. I mean, well, you know, like once 
Once they hear about one of these, uh, what are we calling them? Metahumans. Metahumans. Once we find out about a metahuman, they usually find them pretty quickly. Barry can figure it out, like, or they can tell him how to figure out where they are. Yeah. And uh, why can't the same? Why isn't the same true for Ronnie? I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. And so, yeah, that's that. That is initially Look at like a heat map. Yeah. At, at its core, that's my issue with his storyline is that. I mean, obviously he's not dangerous and he's, you know, he actually saved them. Yeah. But, and he's been saving people. Like that's another, one of the news stories where it was this fireman saying, you know, and right. so he's been saving people, but I don't know. It seems like you either want to get him on the team or, and, or like check him out, you know, yeah. give him a physical, Something. whatever, you, you think know. Harrison would be wildly interested in him. Yeah. And it's in, since he was an employee. It's intriguing that he's not. Hmm. I wonder if it plays into his uh, greater scheme somehow. That's possible. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Harrison this episode? There wasn't much with him. No. So, I mean, nothing at all. No, I mean, there was no movement on that front. And honestly, like, uh, after last week, was it last week that was the Harrison episode? Yes. Like, I don't, I don't really. I mean, I, I like, okay, I like movement on that front every single episode. Yeah. But I don't like the Harrison-centric episode like we had last week. Mm. Um, I would rather uh, be incorporated, you know, like... More smoothly incorporated with a storyline. Correct. Yeah, where it's it's not just focused on one thing. That, and, and it's not just a reveal at the end of every episode. And I think yeah. that's where this show, like, is very much different than Arrow, where, like, yeah. Arrow, we see, we see, like, this incremental... They have a lot of things in the going, and yeah. so, like, you may not see a plot line for an episode, but you see incremental process like you see the progress happen yeah and uh, on this show it more happens in big bursts where right. like you get an episode that's entirely focused on this thing right and then the next episode you don't touch that one thing at all but you go to something completely different and so it's right. just different ways of doing it and i almost prefer the other way better right um i did love at the beginning of this episode we had uh barry saving the person from the car. Oh, that was amazing. And he vibrates his hands really fast in yeah. order to pop the door open. Yeah. Um, and we saw both on this and on Arrow, the police uh, being fully okay with both vigilantes, like yeah. both heroes in yeah. both cities. Like they're standing side by side with them going, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, we're here. Yeah. I so, love that opening, opening scene, you know, like uh, I loved even whenever the car exploded and, all of a sudden Barry is behind them with the person, you know, that was really cool. And I get chills whenever that happens, you know, like, especially with the music and, you know, just the, the whole, you know, he says, thank you flash. And yeah, it was just, it was, it was just super awesome, man. Oh yeah, dude. And it's, it, it really is nice to see Barry be a hero that everybody likes. And that's the kind of stuff I like. Like I said, you know, like something that Arrow's been doing well, um, is their villain has been like a very street level kind of like grounded villain. You know, he's he's just basically a mafia thug. Um, mafia boss, and yeah. it's cool to see him go up against like uh, this is just somebody that could exist in our world, probably you know exists in Gotham City. It's really cool to see you know like uh, Flash deal with um, just regular things like you know a car accident, yeah. and um, go up against you know like just uh, thieves and stuff like that. Whenever they show that, and to prioritize it as well. Like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 he's prioritizing these other things because he's fast enough to deal with it. You know, right. he's fast enough to do it. So it's he's helping in any way he possibly can. Right. Um, something I did want to mention was the bullet. Uh, whenever he gets shot and he takes the bullet out and you know <laughs> throws it on the ground or whatever. Right. 
And so, like, that is the argument for keeping him in the field because he had to move really fast there in yeah. order to get that. He had to probably move faster because he was, like, worn out afterwards. Right. And so he had to move faster than he's done in, in the past. And so that's another good reason why Harrison should just keep him in the field and he can, he'll can he be breaking through those barriers and figuring out how fast he can right. really go um, in real life. So, right. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Was there anything quotes? else? I do have quotes. Do we want laces on, laces off? Are we going to do how many laces? Yeah, we can do how many boots? La- how many boots? Yeah, how many yeah. boots do we put on? I'm going to call this a uh, two and a half boots. I'm going to call this a uh, a solid three booter. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like it gets that extra because of the human element between ah, him and Caitlin. That's good. Yep. Three yeah. boots. It's just like you forget about that whenever you think about all the other stuff that happened. Yeah. But it's like the, the Caitlin and Barry relationship scene is so good. Yeah. And so rich with like just good moments. Yeah, that's that true. You gotta you gotta give it a nod here. Yeah. Alright, I do have some quotes. By the way, karaoke. Remember whenever they karaoke'd and uh and because he's from Glee he can sing and That's true. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited for whenever they bring in uh, Supergirl and uh, and she <laughs> and can sing, sing and they can be the singing heroes. <laughs> and she can fly around and sing and he can harmonize on the ground. Yeah. Just, anyway, just that's just a dream. Just the glee dream right there. <laughs> All right, so quotes. We've got Barry who says, uh, when can I start calling it my suit? And Cisco says, I'd be comfortable calling it our suit. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we have Cisco, who says, "I know you said we should stop looking for Ronnie, so I didn't stop looking for Ronnie." <laughs> um, and then later in the show, we have Caitlin, who says, "This is a bullet wound. You're lucky it only broke the skin." And Barry says, "Guess I'm a lot faster than a speeding bullet." Oh, so that was nice. Yes. Nice little Superman burn. Yep. Um, and then we have Caitlin who says, at least you're not pining for someone who bursts into flames and doesn't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, let me see. And then whenever we have drunk Caitlin, uh, who says, Barry Allen, come on down. Look at him go. He's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, let me see. And then the next day, whenever, uh, whenever Cisco finally comes out and says, Hey, I let, I let, uh, Hartley out. Caitlin says, or he says, you know, are you mad? I can't tell behind your glasses. And then Caitlin says, I, I really want to yell and wave my arms, but I'm afraid I would throw up. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, let me see. And then we have Cisco who says, no one dangerous is ever going to get out of here again. They're totally going to get out of yes. here. Yes. That's foreshadowing. happening. You think it's going to happen on the finale? No. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea where they're going with this. Yeah. Me neither. Um, let me see. Two more. And we have Caitlin, who says, if what Cisco says is true, that means that Ronnie doesn't exist anymore and it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. That would suck, dude. Yeah, your, would. your consciousness gets combined with somebody else's. That's so weird. It'd be weird. I don't know how that Super works. strange. I don't know how that works at all. We're going to have to find out how that works. Can you talk to each other in the same mind? Oh, man. Be super strange. Your thoughts? Like if you, I don't know, like if he flashes and it's like, oh, good. Or do you go back and forth? You don't remember. You don't know what the other side's doing. He, he'll probably switch. He'll mm-hmm. probably go back and forth. I don't like that. Like, cause maybe that's why he yelled at her like that one time. That's and, possible. But he was also like stalking her for a while there. That's possible. Super weird, man. Yeah. Um. All right. Then the last quote we have <clears throat> from Barry's dad. He says, "Well, if the Flash was my son, I'd tell him a few things. First off, I'd tell him that it's a dangerous game and he should be careful." <laughs> 
Then I would tell him that he's a hero and he's saving a lot of people. But most important thing I would t- would but the most important thing would be that I'm proud of him. It was just a great or great my moment. father or his father yeah his father's proud of him yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's it yeah dude awesome ep- or awesome ends to the episode yeah right? yeah like very touching and like and there yeah. were elements like you said there were I forget about the the cool elements yep but yeah like there were some really great elements in there oh yeah oh yeah and it's always the human stuff it's always those relationships right so more, more of that. those relationships um that's it for this week uh, you can check out Arrow on Target um, as well as our main target our main target our main target our main podcast. <laughs> Stay on target. You can find them both at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayOnTargetPod. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash, Flash on, on Target! target.